Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Hey brothers and uh, the few sisters who are here and listening. Good morning. It's Tuesday. And uh, as I said, I'm back in Oslo. <clears throat> Michelle and I came here two days ago. So this uh, was the second night back in my old home. And there's just uh, so much going on. So there are all kinds of things that I want to speak about today. And uh, well, lot to cover, little time. I want to speak about the things happening in my private life and in, in the professional life. So Michelle and I, well, I'm renting out my flat and we're planning to go to Sweden so that Michelle can uh, get the final months that remain for her to become a Swedish citizen, which is going to make it a lot easier for us to plan our future. Even though we're planning to live in Norway, it's uh, very uh, close bonds between Norway and Sweden that basically mean that a Swedish citizenship opens a lot of doors. But with all of these COVID regulations, we don't know that we're going to be able to cross the border. Well, she will be, but uh, there are certain challenges for me. I think we're going to be fine. A lot of the time I find that these regulations are actually stricter on paper than in practice. But we've been trying to call the Swedish poli police and they're like, I don't know what the rules are. And then they tell us to contact the authorities. Oh, yeah, we didn't tell the police and speak to the police. And so basically, nobody knows what the rules are. And it just seems like we just need to uh, pray that we get a border guard that is, uh, yeah, on, on good form and in a good mood that day. Because nobody knows what the rules are. It's kind of crazy with these times where reality shifts from hour to hour, to hour and day to day. But that's another one of the things I'm doing, of course, lately. Is that I'm, like so many of you probably, and so many people, getting into the crypto market, starting to understand it, and getting used to the enormous energy and volatility that's in that market. And it's total magician territory, and it has a tendency of getting me quite heady but there's also a level of empowerment from it that I'm really loving. Absolutely loving it. But then, of course, there's everything happening with Reclaiming the Throne. So much. Well, the podcast is one thing, and I'm, again, so grateful that you're coming with me as I walk up this path in the woods. It's uh, actually 8.20 local time now, so I don't have much time to record this and get back to my home and produce the, the episode and get it out to you by 9 a.m. Central European time. So it's this podcast. Two days ago, three days ago, I woke up with a webinar fully formed in my head. 
the six ways that men kill their sovereignty. So that's something I'm going to be putting out on Wednesday and Thursday. Ultimate intro to masculine archetypes is getting exciting now. Much, much, much more interest. So all of this is going on for me and I'm sure there's just a ton of things going on for you as well. And, um, wait, pretty advanced terrain here right now. Just give me a moment. See, back home, uh, in my old home, my childhood home, um, the, uh, the terrain in the woods is, is quite straightforward. Uh, the paths are not super rocky. Some roots on them and stuff, of course. But this particular terrain that I'm in right now, Östmarka, the east side of Oslo, we have woods surrounding all of Oslo, so you can drive just a couple of minutes to get to the woods. Um, it's a lot more rocky and advanced terrain here. So, well, in a future episode, maybe I'll fall flat on my ass and uh, leave that to be your entertainment for the start of your day. Don't laugh too hard, okay? But I'm gonna do my best of staying upright. I'm doing well so far. Okay. That was the most rambly, long-winded introduction in a while, wasn't it? I hope I didn't lose you yet, because I do have something exciting to talk about. Well, I have many th exciting things to talk about, because I was feeling a readiness now that I covered this idea of sovereignty and serving God yesterday. God in the widest definition, but God nevertheless. Um, I, I was starting to feel ready to share a story of what happened to me on December the 22nd when I had God speak to me in a way that I've never experienced it before. But I'm still feeling a bit vulnerable about that because it's, yeah, well, it is vulnerable. Really vulnerable. So I'm going to leave that for now and focus in on something I wrote about on Facebook yesterday, which is our need as men to feel useful. So I spoke to this, this guy I, I, I like, a uh, former Reclaim Unithron alumni, Al alumnus, I guess it's in singular. Um, he, um, uh, he told me that uh, he'd had an opportunity to be there for someone and that made him feel useful. And uh, it's, it's something that stayed with me, this idea of feeling useful, because I could tell that it meant so much to him. And, when I feel useful and when I contribute value to the people in my life, which I'm fortunate to be able to do like all the time, um, I feel, that, that was close. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be a, a truth teller and see her this fast. Um, it was, uh, it was just uh, like, yeah. That's what we want as men, isn't it, brothers? To feel like we're serving. To feel that warrior spirit in us being dedicated to something. And when we're not feeling useful, when we're not contributing, and when we're not giving our gifts, time and attention to something that matters, we start feeling undignified. The 
the way that my life has improved just from Michelle coming to Norway. You know, I, I would like to say that I'm just fine on my own and everything is okay and like I'm a self-possessed man and I don't need anyone. Yeah, I don't think that's an ideal to aspire to actually. I think we're social creatures and that we as men would do best in partnership and uh, in community. And so I see she's come back to Norway. I feel like I can be useful to her. In addition to all of the men I can be useful to. And it matters. It just matters deeply. And the level of depression and despair so many men are feeling these days because they're unemployed, they're single, they don't have uh, children, they have no one to to be useful to. And so they feel desperate. And the sense of castration, emasculation, like undignified oblivion, I'm just nobody. It's, it's a horrible tragedy that is becoming increasingly commonplace. And so I wanted to cover the idea of being useful today. And this is definitely for you as a man. And if you're a woman, just listen in. Because for you as a woman, this is actually very important. There are so many women these days that don't realize how important it is for men to feel useful. And because of the pain that women are in is that they, you, you need to feel like you have to prove yourself to be strong and autonomous all the, all the time if you're fairly normal as a woman. Of course, there are feminine women still, but there's this fight against femininity, fight against vulnerability, fight against surrender. I can do this on my own. I'm just as good as a man. And then the, the man being like, oh, I guess you can do everything on your own. I guess I have nothing to contribute with. And so the man starts feeling undignified, depressed, and men start killing themselves. Simple as that. Miserable situation for all involved. Lonely women, lonely men. But you as men, you as men, you need to break this pattern. I actually think that is on men to lead right now. Women have been leading this way into autonomy and, you know, man managing on our own and, you know, women's liberation and us sort of just following along, but I think it's, it's, it's of course on women as well, but I think that men have to lead now from a place of actual, a lot of self-castration and a lot of emasculation. We need to find our way back and become useful to ourselves and to others. So the question I have for you today is, how are you being useful in your life? And if you're not feeling useful, how can you find a way to feel useful? Maybe it could be something as simple as volunteering for an NGO, visiting old people that need help because they're lonely. Maybe being part of some food distribution program. I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe even serving serving as an apprentice in some kind of mission 
Like that happens for men who come to reclaim you in a throne every once in a while. They, they want a worthy cause to serve and so they come to us because they don't see a lot of worthy causes in the world. But they see ours as such. And I'm proud and grateful for that. But where is your place of usefulness, brother? I'm sure that so many of you listening have that very clearly defined already, but how can you even increase that sense of usefulness? Because the more that you get to feel useful, the more that you actually dedicate yourself to a life of service. Not only do you feel useful, but this sense of dignity starts filling you up. And that is, of course, related to the conversation that we had yesterday about sovereignty. Because in the archetypal teachings, you must understand that the warrior serves the transpersonal vision of the king. And so that the more that you are in touch with such a transpersonal vision, the more you can serve and feel useful in a way that makes you feel whole and complete. And you know what? You deserve that. You deserve to live that life where you feel whole and complete. So that's the mes message I have for you today, brother. And any women listening in, I think this is something that so many women need to hear. Because the autonomy, the stubborn autonomy that's just a shell for repressed vulnerability, it's, uh, it's getting really old. This is the kind of um, compensation strategy that needs to be let go of if men and women are going to come back together and if we're going to find a way to lift this struggling world into a new and better tomorrow. And that, my brother, that responsibility is yours, mine and ours. <sighs> Heading back now through these beautiful woods. So I'm basically in a valley inside of the woods. There are various hills on either side of me. On my left here is a hill that is covered in some snow. It's kind of green as well. Big spruce straight up ahead in front of me. And, um, and then there's a higher hill behind there. I guess it's around 40, 40 feet. Yeah, something like that. Maybe 50 feet. And on the right side here, even higher. So it's not a it's not a big valley, but but it's a kind of a what's it called a crevasse in the in, in the forest. So I feel closed in here and intimate with nature. So yeah, as I walk through this little valley in the woods, I wish you a very good day. Again, thank you so much for coming, and uh, thank you for bearing with me as I bring some of my rambling <laughs> reflections and also bring all of my gifts and my genius to you on these morning walks. Have a great day. Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.